Shalom Aleichem. Today in Mishnah Yomi, we are learning Chapter 3 of Ketuvot, Mishnah Zion and Chetz. Ezehu Boshet, what is the shame payment? This refers to yesterday, we said both the Mifate, the seducer, and the Ma'anis, the rapist, have to pay Boshet, among other things. Boshet is the shame that this young woman, God forbid, had to go through. Hakol lefi hamevayish, v'hamit bayesh. It all depends on the embarrasser and the embarrassee. We can understand if this woman is the daughter of the Kohen Gadol and is at a very high social status and everyone talks about her and she's on front page of the newspapers, that would be a lot more shameful if she went through such a thing. And of course, if the man is the, the son, you know, a prince and, and, you know, and a very uh, regal kind of man, not that he should do such a thing, God forbid, that would be somewhat less embarrassing, still embarrassing, than if the man is a very, you know, a very low social and financial status. So that would be a determination that the court would have to make to assess this fine of boshet against the man. Pegam, her depreciation. So how do you calculate that in the court? Rowinota, they pretend, as if she were a maidservant being sold. How much would she have been worth if she had not gone through this experience with this physical change to her body and how much she is worth in, in theory, if, you know, of course, uh, to calculate the damage that she should receive. Knoss, now the knoss is the penalty that the Torah itself assesses against the man. Shave bekol adam, that is equal for everyone. We don't have to make an assessment. The Torah says 50 shekel, which is actually 200 zuz, the same 200 zuz as is the ketuva for the betula, as we learned about in the first parak. The Mishnah adds here, V'kol sh'yesh lo kitzvah min Torah, any financial amount that is stated in the Torah itself, shava l'chol adam, that is equal for everyone, no exceptions. Let's go on to Mishnah 8, Kol makom sh'yesh mecher, any time where there's a power of sale, ein knas, there's no 50 shekel penalty payments in the event of me'anes or mefate. V'kol makom sh'yesh knas, ein mecher, and vice versa. Now this refers to a Jewish father's financial right to sell his daughter to a wealthy family as an Amma Ivria. Now that sounds ridiculous in modern times. This was only done when the the family, her family of origin, was under a severe financial duress and she would actually have a better life, uh, you know, as a servant in someone else's home who had plenty of resources. And the expectation generally was that this girl would marry either the the rich uh, owner of the home or one of his children, one of his sons, would you know take a liking to this young girl who's working in their home, you know, and they become family and they 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 get familiar with one another, and you know, and also the young girl has a chance to see what this family's like before she agrees to marry someone from the wealthy family, because it's, it's sometimes people look uh, wealthy and and dignified from the outside, but behind closed doors, it's a different story. So it, a father only has this financial right uh, to sell his daughter, of course, for her own benefit when she's a katana, when she's under bat mitzvah. And as we've seen, the knas, the fine for an onus mafate, is by a na'ara. That's shortly after bat mitzvah. So they don't overlap. And this is according to Rabbi Meir. The Mish explains, katana yeshla mecher. If the girl's a katana under bar mitzvah, the father could sell her as ama ivriya. But the father does not receive a knas. She does not receive a knas if there is a violation or a seduction. Naira yeshla knas. A young girl, Naira, is after bat mitzvah. She does receive a knas, einla mecher. But she cannot be sold as Amma Ivriya by her father. Now, this ruling actually reflects the opinion of Rabbi Meir. 
The other sages disagree, and they say even a katana, if she, God forbid, would be abused by a man, she would get a knas, that man would have to pay the knas even under bat mitzvah. Pa bogeret, now bogeret is a third category. This is sort of, she's already grown up. It's already, you know, a while after bat mitzvah. She's already bogeris, you know, she's already, you know, the ripe age of 13 or something. Ein lo lo mecher velo knas. She certainly cannot be sold by her father, even if it's for her own good. And she does not receive a knas because already at this age, she's assumed to, to you know, in the event of a pitui, of seduction, she's assumed to be of sound mind to go along with such a thing. Not that she should, not that anyone should do such a thing, but she's assumed to be mochel, to waive the knas because she's going along with the act. Now, of course, if she is violated, God forbid, then the man doing the violating was, would have to pay the other things, the boshet, the pgam, the tsar, even if she's already bogeret, she's not a nara anymore, so he doesn't pay the knas, but he would pay all of the other fines assessed against him. Yashar kochachem, zaygezunt.